Hello, I'm Anthony Smith, Chief Economist here at Freight Waves, and welcome to this Fireside Chat. I'm here with the one, the only Kevin Nolan, founder and chief rhino at Nolan Transportation Group. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Pretty impressed with Cleveland so far. This is my first time to Cleveland. I will be back. I think I'll, I'll have to give it another shot of just like where I can just walk around and leisurely take my time. Browns game. I think a Browns that- game would be the move. Okay. Stadium looks good. Okay. But I like this vibe we've got going here at this conference. It's Pretty a great vibe. It's a great vibe. Clean, clean, good vibe. What are we going to talk about today, my man? So I, I know you wanted to talk about some of the festivities coming up a little bit later on this evening. Oh, the JB Hunt the JB party. Hunt party. But I think before Better we get to that. dancing at oh. this JB Hunt party tonight at the, where's it at? It's going to be at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going to check out that Eminem area, probably. Like, Eminem's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The rapper area or the, like, the candies area? Because I'm a fan of both. Oh, well, probably eat some Eminem's <laughs> and then go see Eminem. <laughs> I'm about it. So, Kevin, I mean, joining us today, I mean, we have to talk about, of course, the freight market. Um, it's an uncertain environment. It's an environment that we haven't quite seen. We always talk about, we're looking at freight and logistics. It's a cyclical market. You know, you know what to expect certain so, times of the year. As a freight broker, we're in the most unprecedented times we've ever had. Yeah. Right. So COVID happens, we go out and save the world and we have to hire huge, a hire huge, invest in technology, invest in operations, we have to staff up like crazy because we have more demand thrown at us than ever. And then the brakes hit, and now our margin per load has dropped tremendously. So we have to learn how to operate again at levels that we haven't been at in three years. So it's a very uncertain time in a freight brokerage market. So I feel for the management teams, the men and women on the floors that are out fighting every day, but it's the most uncertain time we've been in in brokerage. It's the highest drop percentage we've ever seen. I've seen 30% margin per load drops, 2019, 2015, but we're at over a 50% margin per load drop. Right. So management teams, which a lot of them are new in our industry, investors are new in our industry. So people are having to learn how to navigate through this market, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, different time, but it's also a fun time. It is a fun time. And like you said, my heart goes out, especially for those that may have entered the market at near peak levels and think, oh, this is amazing. I should have gotten into this sooner. And then now we're going through this first down cycle and the worst one that we've we've seen in quite some time. Definitely, I think, uh, uh, an experience to kind of take with you and kind of pat on your resume. But when you're looking at trends that people are using and, and kind of tactics that people are going to have to utilize to become more efficient in order to make it through this market? What are some things that you're seeing for people to be a little bit more successful or to even keep their head above walls type of So you brought up a good point. There are so many men and women in this industry that are new to it. We don't have a ton of talent in this space from 30 to 55. We have tons under 30. We have tons that join the market during the peak. So they're having to learn it. And they're really looking hard at their management teams, especially the new people. So the message from the top to the bottom has to be the same because it's like a huddle in the fourth quarter. You know, everyone's like, all right, what's the play going to be? What are we going to do? The quarterback has to get in there and say, this is what we're running. 
we're about to win, right? Not, should we run it? Uh, should we do that? So, so you have to have certainty from the top to the bottom, right? Because the men and women are looking more than ever for leadership right, right now, because they're like, oh my gosh, it's changed so much. in such a fast time. And this is where leadership has to really, really excel. And they have to be streamlined in thoughts and processes the whole way through. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is, look, when you're making a ton of money, brokerages had record profits in 2021 and 2022. You do a lot of cool things when you're making a lot of money. Like, in, I don't know how many of y'all have ever seen me in Vegas, but in Vegas, when I'm up big, the party couldn't be any better, right? I'll have some of this, bring five people over here, dinner over here, all this stuff. Well, guys, the market has changed. You have less dollars, but you got to do more with it. Right. So it's a, it's a very interesting time. Um, there's a lot of ways to be efficient, you know, I see lots and lots of people at this conference that 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 are, you know, some of our friends, so to say, from other countries where people are using them as resources um, to to help with costs and some of the 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 steps that that brokerage will be automating over time. But you know, there's a, there's a lot of different things you can can do to try to keep your costs down. Um, but every day you have to turn over every rock and you have to have your head on a swivel because logistics doesn't end. That's the coolest thing about this business and this industry. It's not like painting a house where you're like, I'm done, right? Or mowing the lawn. Every day is a new day. So if you screwed up yesterday, that's fine. Come back the next day and work even harder. So yeah, I think that's exactly true. And I remember before I got into logistics, I knew nothing about it, of course, like everybody much. But then once I kind of got tapped in, it was like the matrix. It's like, I can't not see it. I see it. It's a never ending game. It's, it's a positive. It, 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 the other thing to remember is you do not control the market. We are all participants in it. C.H. Robinson's the largest, right? They don't even control the market. So you don't control the market. But what you do control is your efforts, your culture, you know, everything. So it's very, very hard to be like, oh, man, we can't invest as heavily in technology as we were. But we have to continue to invest in sales and growth. Right. So, and then speaking of that, I mean, we're looking at the market, and we talked about leadership and really having that buy-in. He talked to really how to go about leadership in times of transition, potentially when maybe you, as a leader, you see something in the market of like, hey, maybe this is about to shift into an up market or shift into a down market. How do you go about setting the tone for your team? when everyone else is doing maybe the exact opposite. Right. I mean, the thing to remember, again, is it's a never-ending game, and there are ups and downs. So I've been in the business for 23 years I've been a freight broker. So I think everyone probably understands why I'm a little crazy, having been through 23 years of these cycles, up and down. Um, but the main thing is just to remind everyone, it's going to get better. Margin per load will not stay where it is right now just can't that we won't operate that way it's a little tighter there's been a little disruption customer rates dropped so fast right and then carrier rates have slowly creeped up so we're in that squeeze position we will be out of this in a few months but for a few months it's 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 head down and load count load count load count and by the way load count is what is what really matters and one of the other things that, that I learned early on in this industry is relationships. This is a relationship industry. Can you talk to the different areas that you really focus in on, on really major. So we, in? when COVID uh, came out, 
uh, of COVID and we started getting back into the offices and going to see customers, we called it the race to the face-to-face. The race to the face-to-face. So it is a relationship business. You do have to go see your customers and you have to get to know them as a provider that they can trust again, right? Before it was a provider that just can show up. I have three daughters. If they would have had three red wagons and showed up at Coke in 2021, they would have loaded them up, sent them to a Publix, right? So it's different now. And you have to go into every customer and show them and explain to them why you are going to, you know, be a better provider than than others. Yeah, really being able to convey your competitive or comparable advantage there. When you're looking at, you know, you mentioned you've been through quite a few of these cycles here. Are there any things that you're watching or that, you know, you look at in the market is like saying, you know what, once this starts to shift? Tender rejection. Gotcha. Tender rejection is my favorite thing to look at. Uh, Load to truck posting ratios on the boards. Um, And I'm looking at cost per load every day, week over week. Right. Um, But Available loads around 3.30 is a good thing to see how tight or not tight we are. Yeah. Um, if there's a lot of loads left at 3.30, you know, means it's a, a little tighter than before. Um, track those numbers. So, you know, we're, we're, we're turning over every rock. Right. And, and right now, of course, we're seeing that capacity is loose right now, especially looking at drive-in, looking at the drive-in, outbound tender rejection index, things like that. When you're looking at the current market, the macro economy, maybe as a whole, what do you feel like has to really shift first? Do you think that there can be enough disruption? Demand? Okay. Disruption. We need some sort of disruption. I mean, we saw it a little bit with DOT week, right? I mean, margin compression during DOT week was, was, was squeezed really, really tight. And that was a little bit of disruption. So if we have, I think enough capacity has, has shook out over the last 18 months. I mean, I have an insurance business that I'm invested in here, Marquee, great business, but you know, their book over the last 18 months has, has gone down, down. You can only have so much capacity leave the market. So I believe we're close when in terms of truck to load ratio. And so if we have some disruption, a good peak, some storms, anything else like that, you should see, you know, more tightness out there, but you know, so many people can't, again, I said my daughters would have got loaded up, right? So men and women that had money that could get trucking companies went out and started companies. We've had to have some of that capacity leave the market. And we're looking at, of course, all these amazing people, all these amazing booths. There are tons of data and technology available, some great fits for other people, some of it not the best fits. How do you really kind of go by assessing, okay, this is the best solution in terms of bringing in more data or bringing in more technology? Or is there a point where you just have to say, all right, we have enough to work with and we just have to streamline? Well, when you become when you become a broker of scale, every dollar per load matters. So if I can price better by five bucks, I'm going to look at it. If I can cover an extra four loads a day out of something, I'm going to look at it. It has to have a direct line to revenue or EBITDA or it's just added cost right now. So I will look at any, we will, in all the businesses, we will look at anything that's going to make us more efficient and that will make us get more dollars to our side per transaction, right? And so if I can price better based on a pricing analytic tool, and it means I'm going to, you know, be a couple bucks better to the customer or a couple bucks better buying with the truck, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it, but I'm not going to just look at something 
unless it can really, really drive efficiencies. Right now, there are so many things internally that we're working on. You know, you got to come with a real value prop. Got it. And when you're looking at, of course, the next six months, maybe even a year or plus, what are going to be areas that you're optimistic about within this industry or maybe areas of concern that you're like, say, hey, you know what? We're not quite over this hump just yet. Again, when disruption happens. So it's tough right now to go in and price things for six months to 12 months. Big shippers are going to want you to, and they have to because they have budgets. So I would say my enterprise accounts that that we're associated with, probably not going to make a ton of money on those the next six to 12 months. Right. But in the spot market, when disruption happens, or if spot continues to be cheaper than contract, we're going to try to push people into the spot. Gotcha. And one of the things you mentioned earlier, of course, around capacity, that some of it has shaken out. And you say that um, you think enough capacity has shaken out. You think there's going to still be a little bit more? I think the ratios are pretty, you know, you're not getting a load and thinking you're not going to cover it right now. Right. That's a pretty good position to be in because in the last three years, you didn't know if you were going to cover loads. You took them, you wanted to service, you want to, as I said, save Christmas, save America, get everything delivered around. We needed to, it was all about service, service, and we were making good money at the same time. But you know, I, I, I'm very optimistic about where we are, but I think it's a pretty healthy ratio right now that that things are able to get moved, things are able to get serviced, and we are able to take the time and take a breath and work on our houses internally. We were not able to do that during COVID. Right. So, you know, it's not a terrible time to, to really, again, like I said, turn over every single rock, get your business streamlined. So when that next disruption happens, you're ready to go. I love it. And so, Kevin, of course, thanks so much for joining us today. As you kind of head into the JB Hunt party a little bit later on, what is going to be a song that you might try to request to get played for the entire dance floor? I mean, there's a lot. I'm a big brick house guy. Okay. It's a great dance. I mean, it depends on what kind of band we have. I don't know. Okay. I mean, is it a rock band with it being in the rock oh, and roll all of it? It will be rock. I'm a big outcast guy. Okay. So I don't have a little a little vibe going up there. Maybe we can do some of that. But I hope to see you all dancing. We've all been through a stressful up and down the last few years. Let's have some fun. Thanks to JB Hunt right. for coming through for us tonight. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And and Kevin, thank you so much for your time. And thank you all so much for joining us for this fireside chat. And we'll see you at the JB Hunt party. All right, Cleveland. Let's rock. <laughs>